Welcome into this edition of your favorite football podcast. I'm Ray Slint. Alongside me today is Pat. James has some uh, business to take care of, so uh, he may pop in later. We'll see. He may not, but uh, for now, it's just me and Pat. Uh, we're going to talk about the, the, the weekend of college football, some of the shocking games, some of the big games that, that went on. And Pat, we'll just start right out of the gate. Uh, last Friday, Iowa, Maryland, Iowa just laid it on. Maryland took, Maryland, uh, Iowa took an early 3-0 lead. Maryland went down and scored a touchdown. And then Iowa just went out and took Maryland by the shed. Oh, they did. They definitely did. I mean, it was just one of those games to where you thought, okay, well, maybe, you know, Friday night game at Maryland, it's going to be rather difficult. They may pull off the upset and lose. No, Iowa went in there and just beat them and thanked them and said, see you later. So Iowa's the real deal. They, I, I think that we can safely say that Iowa is a real contender for the college football playoff. They they very well could be. I mean, their their biggest test comes comes this this next week. This weekend. And yeah, it comes Saturday, uh, four o'clock kickoff Eastern time against Penn State. It's number yep. four versus number three. Which whoever by went, the way, I have a bone to pick with College Game Day. Why is that? Why are you not going to that? Why are you going to the Red River rivalry? I get it. It's a rivalry. Big deal. Iowa? Because they're ranked. They're ranked. That's why. Both teams are ranked. I No. Iowa-Penn State. have one of the biggest games of the year. You've got number three versus number four. Yeah. But you'd rather... But you'd rather go to an actual big rivalry game where the number six is probably going to trounce the number 21. Right. I, I Possibly. I don't know. It depends on what Oklahoma team shows up. It depends on what Texas team shows up. You never know. Good point. But still, right. no, I, why are they not doing that game? I don't know. And even if you're not doing that game, at least do Georgia-Auburn. Uh, yeah, that's going to be a trouncing too, buddy. Sad to say, I'm sorry to say it if you're an Auburn fan, but George is going to go in there and just smack him around. True. Bo Nix can't do much against that defense. He's, he's decent, gonna, he's, but he's not he's gonna, great. He's going to struggle mightily struggle. against – Georgia has one of the best defense, if not the best defense in that in the nation. No oh, doubt they're gonna, they're no gonna doubt it all. They're going to win it all. A lot they're of people – Doubt in my mind. A lot of people have it being Alabama-Georgia. In the, oh, in the yeah. now, That's going to be one I want to see. That'll be too. one I want to see. Me too. But I wouldn't mind seeing someone like Iowa or Cincinnati maybe sneaking in. I wouldn't mind. I wouldn't mind. It, it, will it happen? I don't know. But I, I wouldn't mind. But let's oh, talk yeah. about. Let's talk yeah. about some. Let's talk about a team's uh, chances at a playoff going down the drain rather quickly due to self destruction in overtime. We're we talking about. Oh, go ahead. Oregon. Oh yes, Oregon they were who were lost. they were number three at the time. Yes, they are eight now. They were number three or number three Oregon at the time. Lost to Stanford in overtime, thirty-one twenty-four. Yes. yes. Um. Oregon. I, I want to say this real quick about Stanford uh, beating a highly ranked Oregon. They are four and zero since twenty ten 
against Oregon when Oregon is highly ranked. I mean, that's obviously it's different teams every year, but that's that's still amazing. I mean, 4-0. But a lot of people were not surprised by the fact that Oregon lost due to the fact of they've had some rather close calls, kind of like Oklahoma. They've had some close calls to some teams that are questionable. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so wrong. they no, – I, I got it pulled up right here. Uh, they oh. beat Fresno State 31-24. That was one um, of them. Fresno State, they, they, they appear to be a solid team this year, though. Um, Ohio, they, they beat Ohio State 35-28. Uh, what was it? I texted you, uh, James, after Oregon lost. Oregon can rub my feet. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think so. They played Stony Brook and beat them 48-7. to And then the week after, played Arizona and beat them 41-19. So the two teams they're supposed to beat, they beat pretty handily. Uh, they did. So I don't know. Uh, I, I will tell you this. The, the biggest loser from the Oregon loss this week uh, is the Pac-12. Oh, yeah. They shot the because the or- we're done. Oregon just threw away any of the Pac-12 chances of possibly making the, the playoffs this year. Oh, yeah, we're out. There's no doubt in my mind that we're out. The we're only done. way the only way I could see them possibly getting back in is if uh, multiple teams h- higher than them start to lose. I don't see it happening either way. Now, I, I, I don't see it happening either way because no. they, they lost to Stanford. Who's to say they don't suffer another loss later on down the road? Even in the big, uh, the Big Ten, jeez, the Pac-12 championship. You know, I mean, it's looking more and more likely that Arizona State's taking the Pac-12 South. Potentially, so, yes. So, well, it's not much of a battle, considering. Um, yeah, good point. But they, UCLA yes. is not looking like UCLA, and plus Arizona State just beat UCLA. They, they beat them pretty handily. Did beat them pretty yeah. handily. Yeah, so it's looking more and more like Arizona State's going to be in the big. Why do I keep saying big? The Pac-12 <laughs> championship. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know um, why you keep thinking that, but anyway. I don't know. But yeah, it's looking more and more likely that uh, Arizona State and Oregon are going to meet. So well, I think Arizona State actually beats Oregon. So you, you, you they hope I hope they do. You bring up the Arizona State. They play Stanford this week. They play Friday night at uh, at ten thirty on ESPN, which I'm I'm definitely gonna be tuning into that game. It's yeah. one and only time of the year I can actually watch Arizona State play, and it's on a Friday night. Anyway, they need to get uh, rid of the Pac-12 after dark. But it's not gonna happen. It's stupid. We get less recognition on the East Coast. You do. So, but then you gotta think if they were to play a, a quote unquote noon game here. That's nine thirty for them. And don't Nine play, it play it. Play it three thirty. Play it eight. Well, okay. I mean, yeah, I get that. I get that. Hell, son, channels will let you play at seven. I mean, it doesn't have to be ten. Well, if, if you're if you're Notre Dame, NBC will let you play whenever the hell you want. That's Notre Dame, <laughs> and they bring that money. But they they, they do. They do. They brought they brought the money. Because who, who plays a game at two o'clock in the afternoon? <laughs> True. But I'll tell you one thing: Notre Dame brought that money for Cincinnati to bag up and leave after they beat him. Oh, absolutely, they did. Absolutely, they did. Let Let's talk about that game for a second. 
that was a better game, honestly, than what I thought it was going to be. I, I thought I thought Cincinnati was just going to go in there and roll Notre Dame. Not not like roll bad. I figured, you know, at least two touchdowns. But, I mean, they, they, they only won by 11. Well, Notre Dame is better than we give them credit for. They've had close games, sure. too, but I think they're better I, than what we give them credit for. But I'm still thinking that code. He's a, I think he's a, a, a fairly decent quarterback, at least. Yeah, true. But Cincinnati proved they're the better team, for sure. And uh, they're this they're this close to seeing the playoff berth. They're this close. Just don't lose. Stay undefeated throughout. And maybe, just maybe, you'll get the edge when it comes time to make the decision. Because number three or four are going down. Three or four are going down. It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. Three or four is going down. So you're like you're more than likely going to move up. You're oh you're going to if you win who do they play? I want to see. If they you play, win this, uh, Tim- okay, when they win this weekend, they're going to move up. The they play only, Temple on Friday at seven. The only the only test they really have from here on out is SMU, and that's not like a huge deal for them. I mean it's. We'll see. Either, I mean, here any, any of these games could be considered a trap game because Notre Dame, or uh, sorry, because Cincinnati is so good. Any well, of these of games. These, a lot of these teams that have been, I don't want to say overranked or overhyped, but that's essentially what it was. But many of these teams who were supposed to be, you know, highly ranked and undefeated throughout the entire season, they're having close games or they're losing. So anybody's guess as to who's actually going to make it in the top four. Because right now you got. Oh, absolutely. Typically every year, other than outside of like Alabama and Clemson. Clemson Oh, there's no way Clemson gets in. They're not even ranked anymore. They fell out of the top 25. Mm-hmm. But but like I'm saying, the past few years, what it's been is if it's not Alabama, if it's not Clemson, if it's not Ohio State, you know that that last positions or maybe even last two positions are just up in the air for anybody to take. Yeah, Cincinnati has to be they they need to step up and they're they think they can think now. Ohio State's gone down; their chances are a little bit slimmer than ours. Clemson's way out at this point. Yeah, you know, a team that we have to look forward to having a, a complete spot is Alabama. Right, Alabama is a and and they almost lost to Florida. They almost they lost to Florida this they year. Which, Anything's which, possible. That gives me reason to believe that Georgia is the better SEC team this year. Now, Bama's that gives me reason to believe that that then Georgia is the best team all around, just oh, yeah. in the nation. There, and the thing is. JT Daniels is hurt too. They're playing with a backup quarterback right now. Hey, he's back put up thirty-nine to nothing. He he's not a bad backup, man. No, no, he's not. They're set he, next he, year. He played a little bit next year or last year, from what I saw. He he, he did play a little bit and he did. did really really well. He did. He did. So when JT Daniels leaves this uh, after this year and goes to the NFL, they don't have to worry about that, which is a good thing for them. No. No, not at all. I no, I definitely agree. I, um, yeah, I just again, I just think 
Georgia's defense is is so formidable and it's such a powerhouse that right now they're my favorite to take it all this year. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. So all right, uh let's let's look at another game. Let's look at the Oklahoma Kansas State game. Oklahoma only won by six. Only won by six. It looked there for a while like they might lose. They did. They were they were down to Kansas State for I mean they kept trading blows, sure, but it's just uh, up until the last five minutes, Kansas State looked to be in control. Well, again, that's another one of those teams that just it, it's close games throughout. I mean, it, it just it baffles me to the fact of you can get this close to a team that it uh, didn't even play their starting quarterback. He was hurt. Mm-hmm. And you still only won by six. I mean, it, it just kind of blows my mind a little bit. But they have TCU coming up this weekend. Who, Kansas State? No, no, no. Yeah. Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma is Texas. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm looking, I'm, looking ahead. I'm sorry. I'm looking ahead. Yes, Oklahoma has yeah. Texas yeah. this week. Because we complain about that. We complain about the Red River rivalry. And I know. I, I know. I was looking ahead here. But okay. Okay. Yeah, they play Texas at Texas too. So yeah, we'll see. Surprised if, then again, you know, you can't really trust Texas to do anything anymore. I mean, for for Ohio State's sake, I do hope Texas wins. Oh, it sure, boost Ohio State higher up into the rankings. Yeah, I think if Texas doesn't beat them, TCU does, and if TCU doesn't, no, I think I, I think Baylor so. does. TCU's not. TCU's not a great team this year. Baylor, I think, would have a state. Neither is Tulane. I get it, but I I mean, I get it. I I think they're waiting on the perfect storm. They do have to play Baylor later on this year. They have to play Iowa State. Now, Iowa State's obviously not what we thought they were. Um, No, no. And and they got to play Oklahoma State at the end of the year. Their last game is Oklahoma State. Yeah, at Oklahoma State. And then – Let's say you you move on to the Big 12 championship. You've got to potentially play another team again, like West Virginia, or if you have to go back to Texas or Oklahoma State, whoever. You've got to play them again, and they're going to be ready for you. Oklahoma State's undefeated right now, too. So Mm -hmm. it could potentially be a battle of undefeated versus undefeated. I I don't think it will go that far, I think Oklahoma will lose before then, but, I mean, the game that scared me about Oklahoma and from there on out is just, I mean, they haven't looked great at all, is Tulane. I mean, you know, you you win 40 to 35. You almost let them come back at the end of the game. No. And then you, you beat Nebraska 23-16. Nebraska's not good either. The only team they you beat, beat, you beat West handily. Virginia sixteen to thirteen. Go ahead, finish the. Oh, I was just gonna rattle off the other teams. West Virginia sixteen to thirteen, they won. Oklahoma against Kansas State, they won thirty-seven to thirty-one. I mean, they're all close. They're gonna lose the, one. The only game that they blew anybody out was Western Carolina. Yeah, but my and goodness gracious. I know, I know. I, that's what I'm saying. 
the, the, the team they're really supposed to beat out is the only team that they actually beat out pretty right. bad. Now, you, you'd figure, you know, against Tulane, going back to what I was saying earlier, Tulane could have won that game. Oh, yeah. They, Tulane they, very well could have won that game. They had every chance that, to win that. If they would have got that first down, they, I, they, I they would have won. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They had fire in their heart, dude. They wanted to win that bad. Oklahoma. They really did. They no, it doesn't seem like outside of that Western uh, Carolina game, Oklahoma hasn't wanted to win any of them. They're just barely squeaking out. They're 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 playing with just enough uh, heart, I guess, to win. Yeah. If if you go in, if you go in, if they do end up making the the the, uh, college football playoff, you can't go in and play with just enough to win because it, it, any of those other four teams or any of the other three teams are just going to come in and walk all over you. Oh, yeah. There's no way. If Oklahoma magically somehow, somehow, some way gets in the playoff, they're going round one. They, 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 would, they, they would look like what Oklahoma did, um, was it two years ago, against Joe Burrow and LSU when, he, when, when they went in and just – Blew him out of the water. Well, I was going to bring up 38 to nothing, but I didn't want to make you sad. 38 nothing. Or 31 to nothing, I'm sorry. 31 nothing. 31 nothing. Clemson, Ohio State. Oh, well, we're talking about Oklahoma, not Ohio State. Yeah, you brought him up. No. What did I bring Ohio State up? You just, you just did, didn't you? Or did you say Oklahoma? No, Oklahoma. It, oh, like yeah. it, uh, Oklahoma and LSU two years ago when it was Joe Burrow versus Jalen Hurts. Oh, okay. You cut and, out. Uh, and, uh, I, and, I thought I heard Oh, that. no, sorry. No, no, no. no. Oklahoma. It was Oklahoma and LSU. Oklahoma oh, okay. and LSU a couple of years ago when, when Joe Burrow and LSU went in and just walked all over our Oklahoma. You can't go in with just enough against those teams. No. Just enough Just enough might get you by against Kansas and Tulane and, and Nebraska, West Virginia, whoever. It's not going to get you by anybody else in, outside of the Big 12. Right. Well, if you do, you beat Kansas State 37-31 just to get by. Go you, but I it ain't going to cut it. They're going to lose here soon. They, they very well could. They very well could. Uh, another game that uh, really shocked people was Kentucky and Florida. Kentucky beat Florida. Is Kentucky the real deal, man? They're 5-0 and right now. I mean, kind of. Or did Florida just have a bad game? I want to say it's a little bit of both. Kentucky's better than we think, but Florida's a little bit worse off than we think, too. They had a bad game. I mean, it wasn't a blowout. It was 20 to 13. It wasn't a blowout, but it's still cause for concern for Florida fans. You're thinking, well, that should have been an easy win against Kentucky. I know Kentucky's good, but we should be better. And, you know, props to Kentucky. Uh, Kentucky, you know, five and zero. That's that's an impressive feat, especially beating Florida. Oh, no doubt, and a Florida team that's a top ten team, right? And, and they, uh, they, they they go in. Just, I, they, I mean, they beat them. What was it, twenty to twenty to thirteen? Mm-hmm. I mean, Kentucky's defense obviously held held up really well. Um, I'm yeah. trying to. I'm curious to see 
October 16th, Kentucky against Georgia? Eh, I, I think I think uh, I think that I, game's not going to be any anywhere near what this this Gator game was. No, I'm just saying, you know, that defense looked pretty good. It'll be uh, it'll be better than what happened this past weekend, 39 to nothing. So I, I'm I'm trying to find. I can't remember the the running back's name for Florida. The one that he's he's five star. He's really good. He's gone off a couple times, and it just seems like they're not playing him uh, too much. I know who you're talking about. But I, th- I, I, I think he's a. I'm pretty sure he's at least a freshman. I think so, but yeah. Um, I, while you're looking that up, I'll read off some more. Uh, more games. Correction, Georgia won against Arkansas 37 to nothing, not 39. 37 nothing, yes. Um, number 10, BYU beat 34, uh, beat Utah State 34-20. I think BYU's undefeated too, aren't they? They are, 5-0. Oh, they're independent too, so that'll be interesting. So I was wrong. I was it was wrong. It's uh, he's not the running back. The reason I thought he was a running back was because he was getting a lot of yards on the ground. No, he's their quarterback. He's their backup quarterback, Anthony Richardson. Ah. He's the one that they're not playing a lot of, uh, and, and people are getting upset because they're they're favoring Emory Jones over uh, over 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 him. So yeah, I, I don't. I, I think you've you got to go in and you've got to play Anthony Richardson the rest of the year, in my opinion. I, I mean, I, I get you want to be – You want give your, him a shot. Yeah, I, give, I get it. No, sure. I, but I get it. You want to keep Emory Jones in there. I mean, he he's your starter for a reason, but he's lost two games now. And one uh, – both were against teams that were undefeated at the time. Yes, they still are. But that's true. I, but if you put Anthony Richardson in that game, if he starts, I think he beats Kentucky. I think he's yeah. got this good. He, he's, if I'm not wrong, he's a five-star recruit into Florida. And he's not just good. gone off any time he's played in in these games. I'm, I'm going to go look in, against Alabama and see what, what his stats were, if he even played at all. I, I don't know. Uh, he, no, he didn't. He didn't play because that that people were upset about that game that he didn't play because they felt that he had had he played that game again he he would have beaten Alabama. And then we'd be, be talking about a whole different we'd be talking about a whole different scenario in college football had Alabama oh, lost. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, it'd be wide open other than Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely, it would be. Because All right, Alabama, so, I mean, Alabama would have to work for that position back. I mean, granted, they're not going to fall. In I don't think they end. would. I, I don't even think, to be honest with you, they would have fallen out of the top five. Because at the time, yeah, they'd have you fell know, down and, to and, at least they'd have fell down to six. Because yeah, I think see, I don't, you, I don't think so yeah, I because think you got Georgia one, right? Uh, let's say Iowa two, Penn State three, Cincinnati four. Um, who's sixth right now? Oklahoma. So Oklahoma's fifth, and then Alabama at sixth. 
I think you have to do See, it that way. I don't because you got to think at the time, uh, Florida was still ranked pretty high. Yeah. Florida was ranked, and they were they were on the cusp of of looking. Maybe maybe they would have jumped at Alabama to force Alabama outside the top five, but I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. That, 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 don't it it would have definitely would have been interesting to see. Definitely would have been interesting to see. So, um, another upset this week in, in the top 25 was Mississippi State, Texas A&M. Texas A&M, it's just they don't look good. They're not in the top 25 anymore. They they fell out of it. They're 3-2. and two. They're 0-2 in SEC play. I know. What, what's That's, going on with the Aggies? I, I don't understand. Well, I mean, I, I just think it's uh... – At the end of the day, it just falls on coaching, but I don't really understand the fact that you're 0-2 in SEC play. I, looking at their schedule, they beat Kent State 41-10. They beat Colorado. They only beat Colorado by three. And they beat uh, New Mexico 34 to nothing. Next week after they lose to Arkansas, which Arkansas has been looking pretty good, obviously, up until this, this last week. They, they lost 20 to 10, and then obviously this week we talked about it, the 26 to 22 loss against Mississippi State. I don't know what's going on with them, man. It, whether it's coaching, whether it's this defense just not holding up real well right now. I mean, I'm looking at the stats from this game. I mean, I think it's a combination of all of the above. I mean, it all oh, falls on coaching. At, looking at the stats from this game, Will Rogers, the quarterback from Mississippi State, he went. He was 46 of 59. He threw 59 times, only had 13 incompletions, 408 yards, and three touchdowns to interceptions. Yeah. Flip it to the other side, Texas A&M quarterback, 12 of 20, 135 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Their leading rusher had 16 carries for 100 yards. Their leading receiver, two catches for 49 yards. Well, I it just seems like it, news. Huh. They play Alabama this weekend. Well, they're going to end up three and three and zero and three in the SEC. In the SEC, and I guarantee you, they'll probably lose to Missouri too, because Missouri. I mean, while they're not good, they have a decent shot at upsetting. But I want to say upsetting. It's not really upsetting if you're zero and three going into the game. But they have a decent shot at winning against this Texas A&M team. That's just not very good. How do you beat Colorado of all teams by three points? I mean, I don't know. You don't. I don't do know. That. I couldn't tell you. Honestly, I, I mean, couldn't tell you. You just don't do that. I mean, Colorado is is just not a good team at all. I mean, at all. No, I mean, they're not. Listen to this. They beat Northern Colorado 35-7, to whoop-de-doo. They beat Texas – or no, they lost Texas A&M 10-7. Um, got shut out by Minnesota. Mind you, Minnesota lost to Bowling Green, and they were a 30-point favorite. They lost to Minnesota 30 to nothing. Uh, they lost Arizona State 35-13, and USC just beat them 37-14. And USC is a – well – I mean, it's a train wreck this year. We don't really know what's going on until a new coach comes in for next year. But the point still stands. 
They are. Right. They're one of four. They're one of four. It, it's a bad Colorado team. It's just it, it's just abysmal. So the fact that they only won ten to seven. Uh, I don't know. That's see, I, I've for me. I've always said that Colorado plays the Pac-12 tough. Obviously, they went in and played Texas A&M tough. To only having lost by three points. Colorado is a bad team. Colorado is a bad team. But again, they, they still somehow to always make it a game, especially against Pac-12 teams. I can't tell you how many times I've Colorado's been a terrible team, and I'm sitting there kind of following the score uh, when they're playing Arizona State. Uh, how many times I'm sitting there thinking, how is Arizona State losing or, or, or just barely up against Colorado? Colorado could be 1-5, 1-6, 2-4. Arizona State's undefeated. I'm just sitting here, how is this possible? How is this possible? It's well, every year, and it seems like every team in the Pac-12. Colorado has their number. Except they just can't make the full dial and it's set. Right. Well, they can't, like I said, they can't win the game. They can compete, but the, I mean, they can't win. And that's always been the problem with Colorado, especially this year. I mean, you look at the, you look at their schedule and that proves, I mean, they compete a little bit, but they can't quite get that. Right. Right. Uh, talking about another upset this week, and we kind of hinted at it, Arizona State beating UCLA. UCLA has proven me wrong because uh, they they aren't running uh, Charbonnet as much as they used to, and when they do, he he's not getting the yards he he used to. Right. So I I don't know if if it was just the fact they weren't playing great teams and that's when Charbonnet was going off and he went off against Hawaii. He played really well against LSU. Did all right against Fresno State, and then last week against Stanford, and this week against Arizona State. He didn't do anything. No, he didn't. But I will say that a lot of people picked UCLA to, I mean, of course, after the first two games, and they looked pretty good, a lot of people picked them to win the Pac-12 over Oregon and possibly be the sleeper team for the college football playoff. Because they were proving to people, like, okay, we belong here, you know. We're, we're actually mm-hmm. pretty decent. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, they, I, it's night and day. I mean, that, that UCLA team and this UCLA team is night and day. Oh, absolutely it is. Absolutely. Absolutely they are. And I don't understand what happened. I don't know if something just stopped clicking. I don't know if teams just caught on to it and they haven't adjusted. I, I don't know. I couldn't. I couldn't tell you. I don't. I don't know. Again, I don't know if it's because, because they're not running Charbonnet enough, if, or if they're not. If, if he's just not producing, so they're not winning. Well, Chip Kelly, you know, he needs to. He needs to figure it out soon because, I mean, I understand UCLA is not technically a, a football program per se. I mean, it's been a while since they've been really good. I mean, they've been good, but not really, really good. Um, 
Eh, yeah, I'll give you that one. And it just here. Let me read you this: the last time that UCLA was a good team was in 2014. Yeah, they went they went 10 and three, and right. they won the they won the Alamo Bowl. I don't know to who, but they sure. won the Alamo Bowl. Yeah. Um, that's it. I mean, under Chip Kelly, they are uh, 2018 is his first year. They went three and nine. 2019, right. four and eight. 2020, yeah. three and three and four on the verge of maybe going again four and eight or five and seven, maybe. Right. He has that team at ten and twenty-one. That is that's bad. Especially that's if you're Chip good. Kelly. Especially if you're Chip Kelly of all coaches. I mean, you went to Oregon and you you led them to a national championship. You led them to multiple bowl games that. You know, you led them. Now they didn't win the national championship because no, they, they lost but they, to Ohio State, but that's a different server, different day. But they, no, they got there. They got there. Yeah, they got they there. They got there. What? I was looking at this. They got, oh, okay. Yeah, so you looked right. at the camera. <laughs> you no, looked no, at the no, camera. No. I thought you were looking at me like, what did I do? No, no, no. But the thing is, they got there. Chip Kelly in Oregon got there in 2015. And he has yet to prove to anybody that he's going to do the same thing with UCLA. I mean, they're probably going to get fed up. I mean, sooner rather than later. I don't know. Let me look at his contract. All right, let me look at his contract right here. Um, so, real, okay. real quick while you're... Okay, go ahead. So... I'm looking for a date. Um, okay. November of 2017, Chip Kelly and UCLA agreed to agree to a five-year, $23.3 million contract. Now, I'm no expert when it comes to handing out money or, you know, given a contract to anybody but when you're given that kind of contract you're expected to turn that program around within three to four years and that fifth year being like okay we're going to you know we're going to make a statement here in the in the fifth fourth or fifth year depending and they're nowhere near that i mean they're still quote unquote rebuilding but they're going to keep rebuilding for years at at this rate. I mean, I said, at, at, at what at what point does UCLA say you've had your chance to rebuild? We're moving on, right? Because it was only a five year, twenty three million dollar contract. Does it say what year he's in, or do, do you know what year he's it's in? in? It's in year four. He's in year four. Year four. This, okay. is, this is year four right now. He should be having all of his recruits come in and potentially being what they were at the beginning of the season, but throughout the entire season. 
Uh, just try, try the first two games, see where we are, and just pff, all the way down bottom of the sure. anthill here. And that's what they did. And I don't understand what happened. They had a good thing going. It looked like Chip Kelly's team was going to actually be competitive. UCLA was going to be the new Oregon, quote-unquote, and right. you know take over the Pac-12 because Chip Kelly's a good coach. But – it seems like that's only true with Oregon. And right. I don't understand why. I just, I don't understand what happened. I mean, you have your recruits coming in, but this all proves. When, when was the last time, when was the last time UCLA was really able to recruit well? Recruit well? I, um, it's I'd been a minute since they've been able to recruit well. Their, their recruiting class didn't now. Don't get me wrong, they're not bad, they're not awful, but they're not they're, they're not great. in the top twenty-five. I don't I don't I don't when was the last time they were released in the top twenty-five in recruiting? I couldn't tell you, to be honest with you. I I don't know, but you've got to think that Chip Kelly's on a hot seat. I mean, we we've seen oh yeah, we, we've seen crazier things happen. I mean, Jim Harbaugh still has a job at Michigan. But <laughs> that one's still baffling, but I honestly I think uh, unless they prove something to me, uh, this year maybe the year Ohio State loses to Michigan. I don't know, because Michigan has figured something out, and, and I'll tell you what it is. It's the run game. They're finally without a fullback, and they're actually yep. running the football. Yeah. So, believe, believe it or not, 2018, UCLA had the 19th best recruiting class. And then the year before that, they had 20th. Really? And in 2016, they were 13th in recruiting. And 2015, they were 12th. And 14, they were 18th. But get this. So it, it, so it, it just – okay, good, good, good. 20, 2013 UCLA, number, number one. one recruiting class. Number one. So, so, so go, go ahead and give me like the last two to three years. Two to three years? For, okay. for recruiting again. Okay. Okay, last two or three years again. 2018 was 19th. Okay. 20, 2019 was 40th. Okay. 2020, 2020 was 32nd. So my question is, you had the number one recruiting class in 2013. Well, those players are gone now. I, I know. That's the problem. What happened? They were good. Well, again, you got to think back that – Chip Kelly. So the reason I asked for the past like two or three years is for for Chip Kelly's guys and bring them in. Um, yeah, because if you think about it, like when he first initially started coaching at UCLA when he accepted the job, who was the coach before? You remember off the top of your head at UCLA? Um, oh man, that's gonna drive me nuts. Either 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 way, either way. Uh, he was playing with 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 that coach's kids, with his recruits. Right now we're now we're four years down the road. Jim Mora. He's playing a full run. Jim Mora. Okay, so when he took the job four years ago, he was playing with Jim Mora's recruits. Four years later, he's playing with his own recruits, and they're not doing anything. Right, they're, they're not, not doing, doing well. No. But what was the recruiting class this year? Do you know? Does it say? Does it see what they're because that's what I'm saying. If 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 they have a top you know, 30, 25 team in recruiting, 
they just have the, the Michigan syndrome of they can recruit great players, they just don't know how to use them. And right. it seems well, like Chip Kelly may not know how to use these kids. And that's the thing. That, that baffles me. You had the number one recruiting class that you had to work with is Chip Kelly coming in, and you, you did nothing with it as a, as a prestigious and coach when? as you are. Huh? When? When? He didn't have the 2013 team because those guys were long gone. If you think back four years ago, he st- he would have yeah, started yeah, he four would've. years ago. Would have been he would have it would have just been those, those guys had just been graduated. If all of them stayed for their senior year, they all would have just graduated. So he would have had 2015. He would have had kids from 2015 and on. Yeah. Okay. But still, you're 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 still a highly regarded college. And in, in a college football program, and you're not doing anything. Well, hell, 2015, you were 2015, you were 12th in recruiting. That's what I'm saying. You're not doing anything. Now you got to think how much of that was was these kids want to come play for UCLA because UCLA back then they were they were pretty good. Yeah, because they then, went 10 then, and three. Then, yeah, then Jim Mora. I don't know if he left, got fired. I, I can't quite remember off the top of my head. They let him but go. they let him go. Okay, because it obviously means he fought, he fell off pretty quick then. Oh yeah, it was bad. So, so you've got to think that if if Chip Kelly doesn't get into high gear, he's going to be gone within the next two years. Sometime within the next two he years. Has to I don't see them signing a new contract. I I wouldn't. I know. Of course, I if I was either. Michigan, I wouldn't. If I was Michigan, I wouldn't sign Harbaugh. Well, to be fair, but they keep doing it. They keep doing it. They've done it twice now. That's true. They do. They re-signed him, and then they gave him an extension just this past year. Right. Maybe, maybe two years ago. I can't quite remember. But still, it, 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 it I don't know. For UCLA to come in here and not be good anymore, it, it hurts the, the Pac-12, obviously, because you think back 2013, you, you had teams like Oregon, and Arizona State was they were fairly solid. Arizona was pretty good for a couple of years. Uh, UCLA, USC, the Pac-12 used to be fairly fairly good when it came to having top twenty-five teams. True. Now they're lucky to bust out with two. Yeah, I know. I know it's rather right sad now. What I, the Pac-12 is going through. I know right now they only have how many they have right now. I, I know of at least two. I know at least two, if not maybe more. We got Arizona State and we have Oregon. Oregon. That's it. That's all we got. Is that it? Is that really it? That's all we got. You, we got to think USC. They're unranked. Um, Arizona, yeah. they're they're not ranked. Colorado, yeah, they're, the, they're ranked. the only two. They're the only two. Because, yeah, Utah, they're not ranked. The only two ranked teams are Oregon, who's ranked eighth right now, and Arizona State, who are 22nd. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Pac-12's done this year. They're done. They're the, out of the playoff race. They're done. The only the only hope the Pac-12 has, honestly, and I mean, every team has at least one loss. Every team has at least one loss. The only hope, that, like I said earlier, that the Pac-12 has at, at making the playoffs is if Arizona State, one, goes completely undefeated, and if Oregon goes undefeated, the rest of the way out. And they meet each other, Pac-12 championship, and one of them wins. 
That's the only way I can see any of that happening. And it's still going to be tough to do so. I don't see Oregon. I know. I think Oregon loses another game. I think they do. Because here, let me look at, uh, let me look at them. Okay. So. Okay. Like I said, the only way I can see it happening is if those two teams through the rest of the season undefeated, they both go in with one loss. They play each other. Whoever wins potentially gets in. And again, like, like I kind of go back to what I said earlier on the show with Oregon, the only way for them to get in is if teams start to fall off that are ahead of them. That's True, the only but- way. I think Arizona State and Oregon both have to be within the top 10 to potentially, by the time the, the uh, Pac-12 championship rolls around, for them to potentially even have a thigh in making it. Right now, Oregon's eighth. If they yeah. win out, if, if Oregon wins out from here on out, they very well could be a top five team. If Arizona State, they're 22nd right now, if they win out from here on out the rest of the season, they very well could be, they should be in the top 10, at least. They should be, yeah. If you're undefeated and you beat Oregon in the Pac-12 championship, I fixed it this time and say big. If you beat Oregon <laughs> in the Pac-12 championship and you're undefeated, who's to say you don't get in? Right. Because right. it's so, like we said earlier, it's so wide open to where you don't know week by week who's going to lose or who's going to win. I mean, you just don't, other than Georgia, you just don't know. Because I want to read you Oregon's schedule, and we'll go team by team if we think they'll lose. Um, keep in mind they lost to Stanford, which isn't a great team by any means. So, uh Cal at Oregon. Right. I think Oregon wins. Yeah. Uh, Oregon at UCLA. Oregon wins. Uh, Oregon, unless, yeah. unless UCLA pulls some magic out that they had in the beginning of the year, but sure. I don't see it. Sure. Uh, Oregon wins that one. Uh, they have a bye week. After UCLA, they play Colorado. That's a bye week, so they, they win that one. Uh, I'm sorry, Colorado fans, but Get good. Uh, after that, <laughs> they play at Washington. That's a win. I mean, Washington lost to Montana State. I mean, let's let's be real here. Uh, after that, they play Washington State. I think Oregon beats Washington State. They play Utah. Oregon beats Utah. They play Oregon State. That'll be a little bit of a tough one because it's a rivalry game, but right. Maybe. I want to say maybe. Oregon State is pretty decent this year for once in their no, they're, kind they're, of terrible they're actually, existence. Right. They're, they had maybe like one good season. <laughs> I know. The only in the past bad, 25 years. The only bad thing that I see from Oregon State is the loss to Purdue. Purdue's not a good team at mm-hmm. all. They lost 30-21. to 21. Yep. Now, granted, they beat Hawaii 45-27. They beat Idaho 42 to nothing. They went into USC at the Coliseum and beat them 45-27. to 27. That was the first time that Oregon State has beat USC in the Coliseum in 60 years. Yep, I remember that. Because I remember you were, you were really mad about that. 
Oh, I have about two hours. You were you were pretty, anyway, pretty upset. I uh, yeah. Uh, they beat Washington twenty-seven to twenty-four. Now that one, yeah, a little concerning because Washington, like I said, Washington did lose to. Um, They lost to uh, Montana, thirteen yeah. to seven. Yeah. So. Yeah. No. Right. Right. But, so. Um, I want to talk one more game before we wrap things up. Um, see if I can't go back to look at the schedule from this past week. See. Um. Well, what game is there to talk about? I mean, just to finish up scores, I mean, Clemson won. They still fell. Wake Forest beat Louisville. I mean, you you, you did call that in the uh, uh, predictions, James. I, I didn't did. Get it wrong. We'll, we'll talk about that more a little on Thursday. Um, yep. I don't know. I Oh, Coastal Carolina beat uh, Louisville. Oh, they killed ULB. You know what I'm saying? I just wanted to bring it up and give them recognition because they are still undefeated. I want to look and see who they play from here on out. No, they are, they're five. And, well, I want to give them benefit of the doubt and give them recognition. They deserve it, too. All right. So they play I got Arkansas. Pulled it. Go ahead. They play Arkansas State. On Thursday. Appala- on Thursday. Yes, on Thursday. Then they play Appalachian State. That one, they might win that one. Appalachian State might win that one. I know. I don't know. Not sure. They very well could win that one. Uh, they play Troy. They play Georgia Southern. They play Georgia State. They play Texas State, which Texas State is probably the worst college football team to ever exist. It's not one of them. Take a breath, Rutgers. You're okay. <laughs> Even though you let me down. you. No, no, no. Rutgers is just the worst of the Big Ten. Actually, they're doing really well this year. I, I will, I will. They're uh, three and two. Uh, I was say, they're not the worst of the Big Ten. Yeah, well, no, they are. They're not the worst of the Big Ten. No, 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 no that's what I'm saying. They're, they're they're not the worst of the Big Ten this year. Oh, I thought you said they are. No, no, no. Well, in in, in general, yes, but <laughs> no, 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 no. Def, definitely not the worst of the Big Ten. I mean, they don't have a Big Ten win yet, but. Still, to be fair, they lost, they lost Michigan. They lost, they lost Michigan. They lost Ohio State. Now, now, you, you know what? Let's talk. Let's talk about this game since, since we're on the topic of it. Because you picked Rutgers to win, and I'll tell I, you, uh, you know what? You know why I did? I picked Rutgers to win because of the fact that they gave Michigan a battle. They and did. I thought, well, Ohio State lost to Oregon, and Oregon just lost to Stanford. Maybe there's hope. No, <laughs> there was no to be found anywhere. You made that pick before they played Stanford. Yeah, I just I was hopeful. I wanted them to win. Hell, uh, fortunately for me, they did. I know, but I'll have you know, Rutgers is not the worst team in the uh, Big Ten. Thank you I know very not. little. I know they're not because they're compete. Well, yeah, Indiana and Northwestern are. Yeah, that's it. No, no, yeah, Northwestern's pretty bad. Illinois is not great. Three. No, Illinois isn't great either. Wisconsin's not good either. Hell, they're one uh, and three. And the, the Big Ten, outside of like four teams, well, five teams, the Big Ten is terrible. You've got 
five Big Ten teams, and then everybody else. <laughs> yeah. You've got five Big Ten teams. You've got Michigan, Michigan State, Oklahoma, or uh, Ohio State, uh, Penn State, and Iowa, and then everybody else. I keep forgetting Michigan State is actually 5-0. I know. They're actually good this year. I know. It, it I, makes I, for good Big Ten football. It does. I, I hate Michigan like. State. I don't like Michigan State. I don't hate them as much as Michigan, but I don't like Michigan State. But it's good to see them winning for Big Ten football and college football in general. Yeah. True. So, yeah, so let, let's talk about this game real quick. Let's talk about this Ohio State's Rutgers game before we, before we uh, get out of here. Right. CJ Stroud looked incredible. It was incredible. Like they, it was like they sat him down when he was out. Like, you see what you did in the in the games prior? Stop it! Don't do that! Don't do that! <laughs> you because see what these guys are doing? Mean, do that! <laughs> again, so, night and day, night and day, absolutely night and day. CJ Stroud because he was overthrowing these receivers either. He looked like, I know, I know. Before he looked like Baker Mayfield, but now yeah. he's looking good. I mean, he was in danger. I'm not going to lie. I thought he was in danger of losing his job after that uh, that week off because he the, very backup, the backup came in, and he did get granted to play Akron. But McCord, yeah, McCord, McCord came in, and he did pretty well. Not, obviously not. Okay, Akron. Didn't do enough to win the job, though. No, but. Had it kept going the way it was going with Stroud, I guarantee you they would have probably opened it back up. Uh, I don't think it did, to be honest with you. There, no, there was a chance. Go ahead. You don't think at the end of the year, if things didn't go your way, that they wouldn't open up that quarterback competition? At the end of the year, if if uh, if he would have kicked, let me ask you this: if he were to keep going on that. That's stride he was going down. Oh, Stroud. Oh, well, I can tell you this. It's going to be open whether he's perfect or not. If yeah. he's perfect or if he's terrible. It's going to be open up because you got to think, you've got the number one quarterback. Mm-hmm. Now, with yeah, I, Quinn Ewers. I can't believe they didn't try and play him against that. I'm I not happy. Not I'm, not ha- I'm not happy they didn't try and play him this week against Rutgers in the second half. They played I, Jack Miller. They they did. I don't like. I can't remember if they played McCord or not. But they played Jack Miller. Let me look real quick. They played other quarterbacks in the second half because Ohio State was beating Rutgers so bad. For the life of me, I don't get it. If I was yours, he was he, he I was dressed. Stayed in high school. He was dressed. Well, now he's making money. He's making millions of dollars now. I get that, but he's made. I think it, I think his first endorsement is one point five million dollars. No, I get you're that. Not, you're not going to see the field. Kyle McCord came in, threw three passes. He was one for three for three yards. Jack Miller only came in and threw one pass and didn't complete it. So Stroud is the starter from for the rest of the year. No doubt about it. No doubt about but what, it. Where does that leave viewers, though? If Stroud wins the quarterback job for next year over viewers, he could transfer. I, I think that it, either McCord or Miller will transfer after the season's over. I'm saying viewers. He wants I, to play. Well, I, I don't think if, you know, if, if Ewers does transfer, it won't be until after next year. Now, no you've got to think. It, well, no, think about it this way. If Because after next year, Stroud will be eligible to go to the draft because he's yeah. a redshirt freshman. Sure. He's a redshirt freshman, so technically it's the second year. 
Yeah. He has potential to go to the draft next year. If he does go into the NFL draft, if he has a perfect year, wins the Heisman and, and or national championship next year, goes to the NFL, there you go, Quinneers, it's your job. That's what's going to happen. Highly unlikely. I think that's unlikely. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying he has to do either or to well, yeah, go to the NFL, but if he has a good year and, and he hears his name, his draft stock trending up, he's going to go. He'll go. Well, well, yeah, definitely, but I still think that it's more likely to happen that Ewers transfers, and we're looking at like another Joe Burrow case to where he'll eh. go to a different good team and start immediately, and then... The, the, uh, the other thing that um, I'm not Ewers does Burrow, have going for well, no, no, no. The other thing that Ewers doesn't have going for him uh, that Stroud does, he wasn't here for spring training. He wasn't here for training camp. So he, he very well may still could be trying to, I guess, learn uh, learn the playbook. Uh, he should have it pretty much down by now at this point, though. Uh, Is he redshirted? No, 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 because he just came in this year. He just came in this year. So he he could redshirt. He very well could redshirt in the next year. So that would give him another year of eligibility. I think he does. Oh well, I think they would I, too. I, I mean, that's that's what they did. that's what they did with Stroud and uh, McCord for for this past year. Uh, well, yeah, they redshirted both of them. So they're both because you have Fields. Right, you had Fields there, and he stayed for another year. So it just made sense, and I think that's what probably is going to happen for Ewers. It very well could. They'll give him another year of eligibility and have him. Get, like I said, he wasn't there for mini camp. He wasn't there for training camp. He wasn't there for spring game. He just got there a couple weeks ago. So I, I understand kind of why they're not doing. I, I don't understand why they're not playing him. I don't. Especially yeah. like we said last, last week against Akron, or two weeks ago against Akron, and this past weekend against Rutgers. Yeah. He was there. I know. Was he not? He might not have been there for the Akron game. He might not. It was either that or I know he wasn't there for Tulsa. I know he wasn't there. He yeah. might not have been there for. Well, no, he would because it was a home game. Mm. Because it was a home game. The Tulsa game, I believe, was on the road. And so he yes, didn't travel with the team. Yeah. So, yeah, he wasn't there. He was there for Akron. He was dressed. Yeah, but yeah, because I remember uh, James and I got off the plane and I was watching a little bit, and they cut the camera over there, and he was sitting be- uh, beside um, Jack Miller. Yeah, and while McCord was out playing, so he was right. there. He was dressed, and I would assume I don't know if he went to Rutgers this week or not. I'm pretty sure I saw him dressed up there. So I, I was hoping he'd get some playing time, but I, I don't know. I really don't. I, I hope he does at some point this year. If not, well, oh well, he'll he'll get some next year definitely. Yeah. Whether he's well, you, whether he's starter or not, I mean, if if McCor or Stroud comes out and he's the starter again next year, uh, they'll they'll have games like they did this week against Rutgers or last week against uh, uh, Akron. Well, he'll get in. He'll get playing time. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know, but yeah, the, 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 the Stroud looked unbelievable. Um, Travion Henderson is is showing that. Uh, he, he he's going to be a future Heisman, at least contender. Right. Well, now, it, it's going to be it's going to oh, go ahead. Okay. As I say, it's not going to be easy for him to do this year because he's got to share that that running back class. It, it's just so 
so well-rounded. Right? You got Master Teague in there, uh, who, who's that? He's got that veteran presence. Mayan Williams, excuse me, the guy who came in last year, late last year, and really started to show what he can do. He was the bowling ball with legs, as people called him. Uh, Marcus Crowley, he's not a bad running back at all. He's not a bad running back at all. And obviously, then you rounded up with Travion Henderson, who's a true freshman. He he's something else, man. He's, yeah. he's got he's got 54 attempts on the year, 510 yards. He's averaging nine and a half yards per carry, seven touchdowns already, mm-hmm. three receptions for 87 yards and a touchdown. His longest there is 70 yards. This kid is the real deal. He will be the week one starter next year. Now, the reason why he's, again, not getting all this playing time is because of the, the guys behind him and, and, well, I guess not behind him, but with him and Master Teague and Mike Williams and even some Marcus Crowley when they need him. So uh, he's he's going to be one to keep an eye on, definitely, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Well, I mean, USC's in the same boat, really, with uh, the quarterback position being kind of spread out, especially heading into next season. You got Jackson Dart, who got injured this a couple of weeks ago and he had to have season-ending surgery. <laughs> so Keaton is the starter for this year. I well, was kind of hoping that they would give Miller Moss a chance. He was a five-star recruit coming into this year. Uh, 52nd player in the in uh, in America. It's kind of like a, a an Ohio State thing with yours. Like, you know, this kid's yeah. a five-star recruit. Why are you not playing him when you had the right. opportunity to? Right, exactly. I'm wondering. I'm wondering if it's. I'm wondering if it's because they want to. If if they realize that he can play really well, they're not going to want to just take his momentum away and sit him on the bench, and then just have him be discouraged or anything of of the sort. Of the, of the, of the sort. Um, it then to flip the flip uh, coin is they don't want to play him to where he will use lose uh, the possibility of being a redshirt. To give him an extra year, they're, they're 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 in that predicament now. Ohio State's case, they don't they they've got enough quarterbacks. They don't need Ewers to play right now. Here's the problem: we don't because I know Lovis is probably going to the draft this year. If he doesn't, he right? Won't. Well, and, and again, he was hurt, and then Dart gets hurt. Who who played after Dart got hurt? Um. You remember? Keaton. I thought Keaton was out uh, with injury, too. And that's why Dart played. Well, Dart did play. He played the whole game. Was it the full game he got hurt on, like, the last play or something? From what I remember, hold on. It was USC and... um, Because I could have sworn that that Slovis was out with an injury and... Whether he maybe he got hurt that game or something, and then Dart came in and then got hurt. I I can't remember off the top of my head. It was USC and Washington State. Okay. Um, what week? You know, uh, this would have been week four, three, three. Okay. Yeah. So. Yeah, Jackson Dart, 
he went 30 for 46 for 391 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions. Right. Um, that's weird. Jackson Dart also led the rushing yards for USC with six carries, 32 yards. Yeah. Uh, no, he played the full game. He did play the full game. So when did he get hurt? What was it the next week? No, he got hurt that game. He just played through it and didn't tell any. What? Like, he didn't know the extent of uh, the injury. Okay. Because it was oh, a, shoulder, in- yeah. it was a okay. shoulder injury. He landed on his left shoulder. And his non-throwing arm. shoulder. His non-throwing right. arm. He was yeah. able to throw. Sure. Clearly, 45 to 14. Right. So, yeah. Again, he had season-ending surgery. Yep. Which, that bummed me out, dude. I was kind of hoping he would, like, take over this year. They're not going to do that. Now it's Lobos. Damn. Yeah, but, dude, come on. We were down 14 to nothing with, uh, when Slovis got injured. Yeah. And this dude comes in here and he wins. He scores 45 unanswered. You know, that that was, dude, that was the most hype I've been for USC in years. Yeah. Well, I get it. I get it. I'm telling you, though, with, with UC, uh, USC, if they win their next two games, uh, they, they'll at least they'll be top 25. Because they've got Utah yeah. this week. They've got Utah this week. You'll actually be able to watch this game, potentially, if it's on TV, because they, they play, well, it says they played eight. I'm, I'm going to assume that's going to be East Coast for us. It is 8 p.m. Eastern time on Fox. So, yes, Fox. I will be able to watch that. Potentially. If uh, it's far, if it's on Fox for us. Well, let's see what other. Uh, the week after that is a bye week, uh, but then you're at Notre Dame. And if you can somehow manage to beat Notre Dame, you'll be the top 25. And then two weeks after that, you play Arizona State. Who it, obviously you want to hope they win, and see so you, you have the potential to beat them to maybe have a, a better chance of being ranked. It'll be hard. It'll be. It'll be oh, it's not gonna be easy. It's very difficult. It's not gonna be easy by no means, but it's possible. It's possible. It is. It's just I don't expect anything from this USCT right now. And, and and that's fine. I mean, I'm sure a lot of fans don't. Well, they'd be smart if they didn't. <laughs> what are you looking up? I'm looking up the 8 o'clock game for... Oh, yeah, no, we're not going to be on. Oh, that's right. Uh, who, who's the game? Alabama, Texas A&M. Why is that the game? I mean, I, 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 I get no, it. It's I'm an sorry. SEC. That's, that's, that's uh, CBS. Hold on. I see. Yeah, Alabama's usually on CBS. Hold on. It's, it's Hold rare on. they're not. Oh, no. Oh, no. I don't know. It doesn't say. We'll have to look at it later. Yeah, we'll have to look at it. Yep. I don't know. Again, there's always a chance that they can be ranked by the end of the season. And, and again, their last game of the year, they play at home against BYU. There's always a chance. That's going to be a... That'd be a hell It'd of a be game. steep hill. It'd be a steep hill to climb, but it, there's potential. That bothers me to no end. 
How do you have BYU the last game of the year and not UCLA? I don't. I don't want to get into any arguments about USC. I'm done. Uh, you're done. Well, it's it's like Ohio State, Michigan. Like you don't have any other game after that. There, no way do you have any other game after Ohio State, Michigan. Right. You just Pride came of, with USC, UCLA. We don't care. Once you see, beat your rival, that's it. That's a good, that's a perfect cap on the season. I mean, they they play UCLA plays Cal after the week against USC. They play they play Cal after. So it's not that like you guys sense. just scheduled BYU for a game after. No, you yeah. scheduled the week ahead. I know. I know. I, I Which know. I agree is stupid. In Ohio State, Michigan, you're not going to play them. They're not going to play each other in the middle of the year. They're not going to play each other at the beginning of the year. That's going to be your last game before the potential Big Ten championship run. Right. It isn't like Miami, Florida State, to where they'll play four or five weeks in and it'd be normal. I mean, that that's expected with those teams because, you know, it's that's every year. They don't play them at the end of the season. They play them in the middle of the year. But, right. I don't know. Another story for another day. But, would you like to do final thought or would you like me to just... Uh... We don't do final thoughts anymore. That's kind of something we kind of kind of kicked out. I know it's been a minute since you've done Thursday episodes, but we haven't done the final thoughts really since the beginning. Well, that's cool, because it's Tuesday. It is a Tuesday. Damn, it's on Tuesday. You haven't been on Tuesday episodes. You've been doing Thursday episodes. You haven't been on a Tuesday episode for a hot minute, but no, we don't do final thoughts. We haven't done final thoughts for quite a while. Alright, I have a final thought. That sucks. (laughs) I have a final thought. Too bad. (laughs) I know. Well, there you go. There's my final thoughts. And this was your favorite football podcast. I'm Pat. Alongside me was Raceland. James will be back Thursday. Uh, I will not be. So it will be you and James Raceland. Yes. yes, we so, will be talking uh, uh, NFL and uh, and doing predictions. So. Yep. And I will submit my predictions, and uh, they will talk about that and probably roast me again for picking Rutgers. So until next time, thanks for listening.